Jeannie Flavelle's Hot Commodity Podcast Series. Empowering clients with commercial intelligence, supply chain expertise, and risk management solutions. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Mike Coughlin, President and CEO of McKinney Flavelle, and today is September 3rd, 2021, and welcome to our Hot Commodity Podcast Series. I'm joined today by a Vice President of McKinney Flavelle, Craig Ruffalo. Hello, Craig. How are you today? Good, Mike. Happy Friday to you yeah. and everyone out there. Happy pre-Labor Day weekend. Long I, you know, I think it's uh, just you and I, and oh, the Kevin's here too. It's pretty quiet today already. I think uh, a lot of people may have already started their weekend. We that could very well be. You know, McKinney, we just we just don't rest. We we work constantly here. <laughs> we work constantly. Hey, I gotta say, Craig, you know me. I I don't. Uh, I'm terrible at picking things on sports, but I, I noticed that college football uh, has started, and Ohio State won their first game last night. Yeah, um, yeah close no, game. I, I know I, you're big football. You've coached football. You played football. You've lived football. <laughs> Everything with football. So what? What? Why don't you give your quick uh, down and dirty? Uh, top two teams for this season? Well, you always got a default. It's kind of like in the NFL uh, when yeah. Tom Brady is quarterbacking the Patriots. Oh, you said Tom Brady. You have to, uh, <laughs> you have to pick the Patriots to be a, you know, a favorite. Well, in college football, you have to go with Nick Saban and, yeah. and you know the Alabama Crimson Tide. Not yeah. that that's my favorite team out there, but they would okay. certainly have to be a default. Number one. And number two pick? One other. Boy, Washington that's going to be. I know. I know. Ooh, well, you know, uh, you know. Yeah, the Cal Golden Bears here in what about the Bay Oklahoma? Area, right? No. Oklahoma. Well, they no. got a quarterback. Okay. I don't know if they have a defense. Okay. Uh, I, I think I think you got to stick with the SEC, and okay. I think the Georgia Bulldogs wow. have, a, have okay. a shot this year. Okay. All right, Pac-12, wrap it up. I know, We're right? Not playing anymore. <laughs> Just forget about it. Forget about us. Just you oh, know, wow. go for the Rose Bowl and be happy. There you go. Just enjoy the game. Win or lose. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen in college football. No. no. Um, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I thought today, Craig, what we talked about is a couple things. Uh, Pre-WASDI. So WASDI will come out a week from today. We could talk about some of your ideas on uh, specifically corn and sugar. Um, and then also a little bit about supply chain. And oh, this yeah. is a, a teaser. We're going to have a special guest coming up on a podcast talking about supply chain. Uh, so look forward to uh, hearing that, uh, some good insights uh, on that, but we can we can touch on that as well. Yeah, sure. So what do you think? I think it's a good idea because, you know, obviously last month's WASDE report was kind of giving people a fear factor, if you will, yeah. for the crops on both, both corn and soy. And I think over the last, well, a little less than a month now, we've gotten a little reprieve uh, on the disaster, if you will, that we were facing with the corn and soybean crops. We've gotten some intermittent rains uh, that's, I think, allowed for some of those late uh, planted beans and corn to improve, get some kernel fill on the corn. Uh, so I think what we might find is USDA will be conservative. I don't know that they'll jump yields yet, but they certainly, I don't think, are in the mode of reduction mm -hmm. on yields, which might allow the markets to take a quick pause here and, and not uh, shoot right back up on a rocket level. Um, so I, I do predict that USDA will ultimately increase supply of corn and beans, uh, most likely by a little bit of a bump in yield. Uh, we may not see that until December, January, but I suspect that uh, 
they won't be doing much in the way of reduction uh, as far as supply. On the demand side, I think on the corn aspect, there could be a slight reduction uh, in overall demand. It may be a may end up being a little more of an offset where you might see a little bump in exports, a little reduction in feed demand, but we'll see. Um, or ethanol production, one of the two might be a down 25, 50 million bushels. So ultimately, where does that leave right. things for corn and beans? Probably somewhat in the trading range that we're seeing today. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't see anything going on there. On sugar, I think you might see a continual validation of a very good beet crop yep. as we're in full harvest now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's good for everybody out there. We want to get those beets out of the ground before any winter comes around and puts keeps those beets locked into the ground and, and we don't get them out. So it's time to get going there. Uh, cane crops, yeah. as we... You know, we'll talk a little bit about supply chain, but cane crops, obviously, everybody is concerned about what's gone on down there in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, Post-Ida, we got a little bit of an update from the uh, folks at Sugarcane League down there. And basically, their statement was is that, well, they had a little bit of a laydown in some of the cane. The storm missed the majority of the cane crop uh, mm-hmm. with the heaviest of winds. So there's not a real anticipation of much in the way of reduction of the sugarcane crop down there in Louisiana. Good. That's good to hear. It's good to hear. Yeah, I know a lot's happening down there, and it's uh, boy, it's put some uh, uh, additional concern on uh, supply chain and folks getting sugar around the United States. So, well, certainly, yeah, yeah I have two ref- massive refineries that uh, you know, just po- anything post Katrina was an automatic shutdown ahead right. of any major storm, whether that actually impacted the area or not directly. And of course, this particular storm did. It did impact a. Uh, New Orleans area, and that's yeah. Gramercy and Chalmette are, are in the greater, we'll call it, New Orleans area, even though they're not downtown New Orleans. Right. Um, the good news between this and Katrina uh, events was that we didn't have the flooding that we had at Katrina, so right. we're going to be able to get in there and get the generators kicking in, and hopefully the uh, displaced employees uh, will be able to find their way back home yep. uh, and get back to work. And melting of sugar will commence, you know, sometime later part of next week or the week after. Right. Yeah. Well, and we're going to be uh, starting October 1st, getting into a new crop. So, yeah, you know, you know harvest time is here. It is. It is. Um, anything else we want to talk about? Before we uh, well, let folks, you know, real quick, yeah, before no, we we've we, got before time. we wrap this up, Mike, we're, is, is we're that... only a few minutes in because uh, people are still driving home. They're, oh they gosh, still well, listen to us. Okay, <laughs> I like that. Well, listen up, get your ears on. <laughs> breaker, breaker, yeah, <laughs> a little old bandit, Colin. <laughs> the the last thing is, uh, folks out there, obviously, we just uh, touched on Ida and its impact in New Orleans area and the greater Louisiana area. But all throughout, uh, you know, all up into the northeast where we had heavy rains and tornadoes, flooding, what we're going to find is FEMA is going to start to need to move some disaster relief uh, supplies into some of these major areas that had heavy damage. Well, what does that mean? That means that they're going to be hiring truck drivers Mm -hmm. and equipment to move product from A to B. And that's just going to put a little bit more of a strain on availability of the pool of drivers that we normally rely on for moving of goods and services to our plants. So if you are out there, uh, my suggestion is get on the phone with all of your manufacturing plants, get an inventory of your ingredients and make sure any orders that are in place that you double, triple check that they are still going to arrive on time. It's not that the suppliers 
want to short anybody in their plants, but with the pool that FEMA has, which is a blank check, they can incentivize a trucker to, to uh, swing away from maybe what they were normally yep. you know, hauling. So I just suggest you make sure that your orders are in place and that the suppliers have reconfirmed delivery dates yeah. for Communication. Uh, yeah, good no communication. Question. This is when uh, you know good relationships, good communication happen, and 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 certainly um, you know we're we're starting to see it. So um, yeah, that's good advice. Very yeah. good advice. St- stay vigilant. Is yeah. basically the the uh, the advice we're giving out. To Excellent. Well, let's yeah. go ahead and wrap this one up. Sounds good. Folks can uh, uh, enjoy their long weekend. Uh, as I always like to say, uh, live with an attitude of gratitude. Enjoy every minute moment you have with your friends and family, especially this long one here. Uh, relax. Do something special. Root for who was it? Who would you? You said you picked, but who would you root for? Oh, who would I? Who's root? your team? Who's my team? Yeah, who's your team? Well, the local team for for college football is the Cal Berkeley Golden Bears. Okay. So I root for them first. But I have to say my bias for the team that I, I do root for very hard is the yeah. LSU Tigers. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, so I'm rooting for go, the LSU Tigers. Go Tigers. Yeah. Go Tigers this weekend UCLA. against UCLA. That's oh, my gosh. Right. What a game. That's going to be an interesting one. It'll be good. All right, my man. All right. Well, take care, everybody. Until next time, be good. Have a great weekend. Happy Labor Day, everybody. Bye now. That concludes this podcast episode. For expanded commentary and more detailed information, log on to McKinney Favelle's IQ Ingredient Intelligence platform and listen to our Market Insights podcast. If you're not a subscriber, visit bikini-favelle.com for more information. And as always, follow us on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter.